seven, six, five, four, four three, three, two, two. one, 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 blast off. This is episode number 393 of WP Water Cooler, Tools to Build WordPress Websites. You're a tool, and I need you. Brought to you by ServerPress, Maker's Desktop Server. They make local WordPress development easy. Check them out over at serverpress.com. I'm Jason Tucker. I'm an IT director and web developer. You can find me at Jason Tucker on Twitter. I'm Say Reed at Say Reed Media on all the things. I make WordPress, teach WordPress, pre- pre- preach WordPress, bleed WordPress. I'm sad about WordPress sometimes. Oh, hey, Cosper. And I'm Jason. <laughs> <laughs> You can follow us as a podcast over on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. While you're there, leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Coming soon to Pocket Cast. And you can come and hang out with us over on Discord. Go to Discord over on WPWarCore.com slash Discord. I'll get there eventually. What's Please, up? Come to, Please come, come to Discord. Please come to Discord. Come to Discord. We've got cookies. Stay for the memes. <laughs> um, I just want everyone in the audience to know my sound is better now and i thank Woo-hoo! you for your patience with my slowness it's only been a couple almost, of years almost 400 episodes and you finally got good sound i think there was a microphone in there somewhere it's funny the captioning on on the episodes would never actually have say in the captioning and so i was like well you know what she just wasn't on the show today <laughs> i'm not gonna go through and try to fix it it never I'm on could the understand show you. Every day. It could just never understand you. And I was like, all right, whatever. Hey, speaking of being on the show and speaking yes. of, of WordPress and speaking of um, longevity, you know what I miss? What do you miss? I miss WordCamp. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to talk about that. We, we, we obviously have another topic, but things that are WordPress that aren't WordPress, I guess. Uh, but I, um, I was reflecting uh, this morning on. You know, I feel kind of disconnected from WordPress and I'm using it more than ever. So it's not that I feel disconnected from the software, but I miss the community. And I don't think I realized how much I um, got out of just hanging with a bunch of geeks and chit chatting. And it's been a long time. I went to WordCamp US in somewhere in the middle, St. Louis. That's where it was. And uh, I haven't been since. I don't know what there haven't barely been any since except for the online ones. Anyway, I just wanted to reflect upon that. And I wanted to tell all of you out there that I miss you. And I look forward, finally, <laughs> to um, to getting out there again and coming to see people in person. Because there is something about that. And I don't know what it is, but I miss you. Likewise. That's all I want to say. <laughs> Bye. I miss you guys. Anyway, topic. So we, we've discussed this topic a few times um, in the past almost 10 years of us doing this show. And um, I, you know, I, I was looking through some of the old ones just to kind of see like, what was it that we've talked about back then? And I look at, I, no joke, like if you ever run something on your website that kind of checks for any of the links that are on your website to see if they're broken, um, these particular ones had a lot of broken links. <laughs> broken link checker. <laughs> Well, there was a lot of broken like, leaks. I mean, in 2012, 2013, you know, that 2012 was when we started. Like, there was a lot, a lot of that stuff doesn't exist. Yeah, exactly. Right. So I was like, oh, you know, this will be a simple episode. I'll just go and grab old ones and I'll just kind of, you know, you bring them to back teach? to life. <laughs> no, not You're like so a HubSpot article. <laughs> right. 
let me go grab some old content and recycle it. But at least you are different than HubSpot because you ran the broken link checker and they did not. <laughs> that is a callback to a previous episode. Totally, totally. HubSpot so, yeah. tools, but also so, a useful tool. So um, say you said you had you had a tool in particular that you wanted to share um, when we were first starting off. Do you, do you remember what that was? Oh, it was an I mean, thing? I have quite a few, but this is one that I use all the time and I tell my clients about, which you probably know about people out there. Maybe you don't. It's called Tiny PNG. <laughs> and uh, I, it's just, you know, obviously you should be doing image compression and CDN and all that stuff. But sometimes people send you something for a post and you really just need to get the, 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 the picture up there. And um that is what P tiny P or you need the people to do their own compressing. So just go to tiny PNG, throw some pics up there, download them. Your life is yeah. <laughs> I agree. One that goes with that one is the Image Optum um, app that runs on your computer. If you're on a Mac or Windows, use Image Optum. It does the exact same thing as that uh, tiny PMG, and you don't have to actually. Go oh, you put it in the chat as well, Cosper. Sorry about that. You yeah. guys are on the same page. <laughs> Uh, I, I, use, I, I use image optum uh multiple times a week um i it is a fairly robust uh program i have actually downloaded um a uploads folder from uh, like a wordpress site and run it through image i direct drop the whole damn thing and um, basically let the fan on my computer spin up for the next like four days and uh, have everything get uh, optimized. And even the lossless optimization is, I mean, it's, it's one of the, the best tools that I've used to, to compress image files. I, uh, I think the reason I like tiny PNG is just because you can send it as a link to your client. Like I really use it a lot. For oh people. yeah. Like I just send it to them. I'm like, just put it in here. They, there's a cute Panda. They can just load them and download them right there. There's nothing like even explaining how to open an application on your oh, Mac. Geez. <laughs> right. And, thing. and, and tiny PNG unlike image optim is platform agnostic. So even if you have, um, one of those weirdos who runs like um, some, you know, like they're they're on Amiga OS or something, but they've got a a modern browser. They can still use Tiny PNG. So Tiny PNG is one of those tiny, literally, like it's it's like a tiny piece of the workflow, right? And it's a tiny little thing, and it only does this one little thing. That's all it does. It just compresses JPEGs and PNGs, but turns everything into Tiny PNGs, which is great, right? Um, I mean, if you don't want to get into the conversation about PNG and the new WPRQSTV, whatever, the new Google WBP, what the hell is that thing called? WebP. WebP. Then I was like, what are the letters? <laughs> I was oh, waiting for you to stop so my brain could figure out what those those letters were. <laughs> throwing the alphabet at you. That was not even my point. My point is, is that there, uh, Cosper, you were telling us about another utility um, I guess that's a WordPress utility, though. Hmm. I was going to segue into the little utility you just told me about, but now that's a, that's a, uh, inside WordPress. What? The Wayfinder. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. That is an internal. We'll, we'll talk about that on another show. We'll it's talk fun. about that later. I'm a wreck, right. guys. <laughs> hey, same. I love you all, but oh, man. <laughs> 
So there's there's a that I like to use uh, when building a website. Um, since I work day to day in performance, um, I really um, like to make sure that the sites that I'm working with and help build, um, like that I can kind of get my point across about um, like, here's what's going to happen um, like with your site if, um, okay, so See, I'm jumbled. Just like We're doing saying. great. It's a good day, midsummer. Uh, we are cruising. People are going to love this episode. Uh, it's great. Coming out July. Yeah. So I, I use this uh, site that I recently found out about called Slow Files. And what Slow Files does is it gives you an actual slow file that you can include on like a demo site for a customer and you can say like, here's what would happen to your site if uh, one of these external resources that you use, like Facebook, like um, Twitter, uh, you know, you're including uh, posts from Instagram, things like that. If their CDN goes down and all of a sudden it's serving up 503s, here's what happens if you have like an error library loading in your header, like you're doing. So basically right you're showing them how why they should care. Right. Yeah. You're like, showing this is like, what it is going to be like if it gets messed up. So stop embedding Facebook. Right. Do, do you want to depend on this? Do you, if you really need this on your site, that's fine. However, if you include it on your site and something goes wrong, here's what you'll see because you can't depend on Facebook to actually be able to demonstrate Facebook, Facebook is only intermittently slow. It is not dependably slow. Sometimes it isn't. Right. This, this is always dependably slow. What a funny, weird thing to need. You know, the fact that we need that. Yeah. That is a weird thing. Like, I've actually been thinking a lot about load testing lately. So I think that it's kind of along that same lines. It's like, doing negative testing on your site. Like, so it's not just looking for the positive things and trying to change everything to be the right thing. It's also doing the analysis to like figure out, you know, what's, what's broken and what could be broken and what could go wrong. And yeah. Especially you know, with load testing. Really. <laughs> yeah. And as, especially with load testing, um, finding out how much a site can take before it starts to fall over. Yeah, I mean, that that's it's just something you don't really think about, right? You don't think about testing that way. I have not thought about testing right. that way, honestly. Um, but that makes it makes a lot of sense. I mean, obviously, I've thought about load testing, but I've never thought about intentionally linking a slow file in just to see what happens or to demonstrate to your client. Please don't do this on your website. That should be... Uh... <laughs> oh. I, I should I should put that out there. Please don't do this on a on a live site. However, when you have something stage like we were discussing about a week or two ago, when you have something um, you know elsewhere, this is the perfect time to do something like that. But it absolutely, like you said, say helps you make a point. It's um, it's a it's a it's a useful thing going backwards like that. What about you, Jason? I have one. Cosper did one. Um, 
Well, I had the Image Optum one. That was mine. I'm trying to think of what, what other ones there were. The, really? The, we were all about images without even coordinating? That's all we care about externally? Everything else is the inside WordPress? Um, well, I, I do have a, there are a couple different, um, a couple different, uh, sites that I use for, um, image placeholders. So one in particular is a I'm placeholder. So excited. So excited. A place, well, so it's not the one that you're thinking about because oh. th that was the, that, but I'll let you bring that one up. Okay. Um, I've used a couple different image placeholder, uh, sites and this one in particular is, is a, is a pretty good one, which is, um, uh, placeholder.com. There's a few other placeholder, um, uh, services that are out there that have fun names and have, um, you know, silly little things, but essentially what you end up with is a bunch of images with the actual, you know, file the, you know, the dimensions of them and then have them uh, be placed in there. That's if you're putting like a static image size in there and then having it just kind of do its thing. Um, but there's a bunch of these that are out there um, and, you know, just find one that works for you. And if it works for you, then uh, give it a shot and see if it's going to work, you know, and, and make it so that you can have like a, an external image that will load up that you'll be able to, uh, to use. I'm so intrigued by this concept. One, I think they're super useful, like, especially that one, because place kittens only has pictures of kittens. That one has measurements, which is actually really useful, I think, for both really it's more useful so when the clients are looking at a demo site they can see um you know sizes and that helps them <laughs> because kittens are just going to distract them and make them happy however the kittens will make your clients like your site more that <laughs> Unless is they're allergic to cats <laughs> even people who are allergic to cats like are there genuinely people out there who don't like cats like maybe they're allergic and they don't like the way they vibe but they're still got to respect right Right, so right. It just like sits around and chills all day. Like who doesn't respect that? Aries, Aries yeah. probably don't respect that. Cosper, you have one? Uh, yeah, absolutely. A uh, little bit of self-promotion. This is my own site. Um, but occasionally you need placeholder text. I like to actually use <laughs> regular uh, like the text that is relevant to uh, what the application is, but sometimes it's just like, I just have to show somebody what a mock-up is gonna look like. So uh, I use my own tool, um, I, I dog food as it, as it was, and use uh, Hipster Ipsum, which has um, mostly uh, early to mid-aughts like hipsterisms in there. Uh, I've been pretty bad about updating the word list. This is um, so great. But I totally uh, need I, one of these too. I, I can't believe we've never talked about this. I'm learning so much about you. We have a lot in common. You guys are picking the same apps. We're both making more Ipsum site. I mean, it's it's why we're friends, right? <laughs> why we're friends. Um, I made we're not, one. We're not friend. just we're not just co-hosts. We're also friends. We're also friends. I made one called uh, for a friend, a WordPress friend, actually. Uh, and uh, it's called, well, I don't know if I should say it on here, but I guess I will, amandaipsum.xyz. I made it for her birthday, uh, which I just thought was, you know, just a fun little, like, apparently I have to renew the uh, certificate, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's so fun. So it's just, it's like, it's basically like really tailored to whatever, you know, her interests, uh, which are gardening and fermenting things and her dog. So <laughs> it's in there. It was really fun to make this. Um, and uh are you you're using a plugin? Obviously, we're probably using the same plugin. Yeah, uh, the any Ipsum plugin. Yeah. 
That's I had fun. initially I had initially coded it myself, and then I realized that um, I feel really bad. Um, the Bacon Epsom guy, um, I know him. I would say he's a friend, but I can't even remember his name. An acquaintance. <laughs> some, Pete, some person Pete I Nelson. knew one time. Right. Uh, so Pete is really great, and he Thanks. took the code that he used to make his Bacon Ipsum and put out this plugin. Uh, and I went, okay, instead of trying to go back in and update my uh, kind of patchwork PHP code, the initial version of the site wasn't written in WordPress. Uh, and I was Sacre like, oh, I know, but <laughs> hey, there's a plugin for that. I went ahead and just installed a uh, WordPress and any Ipsum and taken care of. It even has uh, an API. So uh, if you want to do a funny Ipsum, you can do that too. Oh my Flood God. the world with Ipsum. so funny. <laughs> the, the real funny thing is we were talking about a uh, non-WordPress tool, and then both of us <laughs> made that tool in WordPress. <laughs> and there's a plugin for it because we literally can't escape. We can never escape. I'm actually trying to think of the other tools that I use that are outside that aren't just for images. Cause I didn't do a lot of prep. I'm sorry. I, uh, but um, I, I'm, I'm really struggling to like, I feel like I should like look at my, I mean, we're, we're not talking about obvious ones like Slack and Google docs and all that nonsense, right? Like that's nonsense. Well, I mean, kind of, so here, here's mine. So I've been using this for a couple months now and I absolutely love it. And it's, it's called choosy. And I use choosy as a way of being able to choose what browser I want to have load up when I click on a particular link. Um, I live in multiple worlds. So I have my WP water cooler world. I have my work world. I have my personal world. And then I even have one that I call like my family world. And so like each of these different worlds are essentially tied to a Google account. And so with choosy, I actually You're have logged each... In on each browser as a different world. Yep, that's correct. So in, in Chrome, I actually have, um, I use the profile section within Chrome to mm -hmm. manage the different profiles that I have. And it makes it so that um, I, the, the streams don't cross, but also makes it so that when I go through and look at my history, the history relates to only the persona wow, in which smart. I'm working within. And it also yep. makes my bookmarks live that way and all that fun stuff. So choosy is awesome it's not, because- It's not all meshed up. Yeah, and what's cool about Choosy is it's not just about choosing a particular browser, but for me, it's choosing which profile am I going to use. And so when I go, if I went and just like typed in like, let's say like, for instance, Paycom, which is the, co the company that my uh, work uses in order to be able to uh, do our um, uh, clocking in and out and whatnot. If I type it in Paycom, it knows there's a rule that says, if you go to this page, use this particular um, uh, browser or this particular uh, profile to load wow. that up. That is so, unbelievably useful because I'm logged in, not with a bunch of well-organized worlds, but to a, a bunch of client sites and a bunch of client things all over the place. And so right. I am constantly, especially within Gmail, having to switch personas. And mm -hmm. I do that also on different browsers. And I'm always copying and pasting links. 
from one browser to another hour. Yeah. Wow. It's good for testing too. So when you go and click on a link, the first thing that pops up, it's kind of um, uh, disorienting, ornating, whatever. You go and click on it and it doesn't work right. And then you go like, wait, what's this menu that just popped up? And then my brain goes, oh yeah, I get to choose which browser this thing's going to load up in. So I could have it load up in Firefox. I could have it load up in multiple canary of fire, uh, you know, I load up any of them and have it just load up and test it. So it's super, it's really, really handy. I, I use Choosy as well. I've been using it for about a year now, a little over a wow. year. And every time I try to use someone else's computer, like Sarah will tell me like, hey, can you help me like do this thing or whatever real quick? And I'll click on a link and I'll be like, oh, right. It just opens in Safari on your computer. I don't get the choice of, actually, I think she only has Safari installed, so it wouldn't make any difference anyway, but still. Um, one of the things that I like doing- with slacking she, on your duties there if she's only using Safari, just saying. She doesn't need much Get that woman from Firefox. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm a Firefox diehard, like I, I know. We're out that Safari um, crap. But um, there's another great thing that you can do with it, uh, and uh, if Choosy is something you manage to get into, um, and especially over the past year and a half, if you're in a lot of Zoom meetings, you can set Choosy up to when you click a Zoom link, it doesn't open a new tab, it opens Zoom and loads the meeting, because Zoom will see the link like being loaded in it, and just load the Zoom application. Does so it let you, you load different Zoom personas? Because I got that problem too. Okay, I, I'm not sure about that. I haven't used it for that, but no, just the fact that I can, just the fact that I can, right? Just the fact that I can just just click click a link, and instead of having that tab that then sits open for like the next three days, like while I forget about it, where it's like, how did that Zoom meeting go? And I'm like, I, I don't know. Like, do you do you want to take time to rate the the oh, call that you were that just so on? No. Yeah, you never have to see one of those again. All right. It's well, I'm best. I'm into this choosy thing. I have one more. Are you good? You can keep going. No, go for it. What do you got? Um. So this is again not a. This is actually not even a technical resource. It is web based. Uh. But it is more for the brain. Uh. And my neurodivergent psyche over here. Um. Uh, spoiler alert, Faye's got ADHD. Um, <laughs> you hadn't noticed. Uh, but um, it's called focusatwill.com. You ever heard of it, either of you? No. no. Jason's going there now. So what it does, and there's actually uh, ones that are configured directly for like ADD. There's ADD uh, streams on here. But essentially what it is, is um, it's timed background music. So you can launch the site. And um, do you want me to show it to you? I can show you logged in if you want. Yeah. Um, so basically it's timed and uh, you can um, set, hold on, I'm gonna do it right here, hold on. Do, 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 you can see what kind I listen to, isn't that nice? Um, share my screen. It's this one over here. I don't know why I have this weird background set up though. Um, but basically you can choose uh, from all of these different types of uh, music channels including, for example, these, which literally has power tools sounds, but you know you can choose the volume and the intensity. Um, and so there's no lyrics and there are, um, there's 
they have modulations in the background to engage the different aspects of your brain. So you can you put these on, especially with headphones, and you can really basically get into that zone out state for coding. Oh, that's cool. Really, really well. Um, it really helps you. Um, so you can do high energy, low energy, or whatever, and then you can set it for timers. So before I had this tool, which I've actually been using for a long time, I credit it with basically everything. <laughs> At this point in time, it saved me. My clients should all buy stock in it. Um, but, you know, you set 60 minutes or 90 minutes or whatever, kind of like Pomodoro with the, the timer tomato technique or whatever. And I, I plug in and I'm like doing my thing. And all of a sudden the music will go off and it'll ding. And I'll be like, I was just working for an hour straight focusing. Yes. <laughs> you know, so the dopamine from that is great. But also it just really helps you plug in. Um, I really have a hard time getting into that state, especially if I'm doing switching from, you know, consulting and talking with clients. And then I have to go and like build something. And those those are really different states of mind. And so this really helps just like trigger my mind to basically uh, get into that zone. It's really That's cool. cool. I, I use it a lot. <laughs> I have how much a is that tool? I have a lifetime subscription. Um, how much is it? I don't remember because I bought it a long time ago and I bought the lifetime thing because I'm like, take my blood, take my money, <laughs> sure. please. I'm, see, I'm I'm a cheap bastard, so I just use um, that lo-fi mix on uh, oh, YouTube, yeah. the, the live one. channel. With the girl? The, the study here, girl, study? yeah. My, yeah, my was, husband uses that all the time. And every time he has it on, I'm like, like slowly, but I'll be like, what's this chill music? <laughs> it's my always, brain is, it's always my, a little lo-fi channel. My brain is stuck on the power tool thing. And I just, I just pictured Cosper with like a power tool sitting next to his desk. And it just has like a, like a hair scrunchie wrapped around like the handle to hold it down. And it's just going like, I just linked the lo-fi uh, study. I love lo-fi. It's yeah. so good. But I find that even more, that's really relaxing to me. That's good reading and study music. But for me, like to really, especially if I'm, if I'm building something, like if I'm in code, um, I need to not even have the like nice sounds almost. You know what I mean? Right. Like I need the like, and it, it, again, it has those like, I think they're called binaur binaural 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 beats. Sounds right. Yeah. One of those uh, that that like engage your brain at a certain um, hertz rate and does something to your different delta, beta, gamma, freta <laughs> waves. <laughs> I obviously if, know if a lot not, about the science behind it. If you're not a big music type, there's also uh, one that I like to use, and it's also just fun to have off to the side, uh, is uh, in Alaska, they have bear cams. So when, like, bear season going on, uh, they have cameras at the waterfalls where the bears, like, are catching fish and um, doing all this stuff, but all you hear is the waterfall. So you just hear That's that... Nice of water so i'll leave that i'll put it i'll put it in a little pop-up window i'll load it in safari and put it in a little pop-up window and then just stick it in the side of my desktop and then i can look over and there's some bears just eating salmon and yeah that's it's, a good and it's feeling. great that's a good feeling yeah i use um rainymood.com it doesn't have the bears but I, I when i used to meet with clients in person i would put this music on 
before they came in and they would always walk in and like kind of chill down a little bit and like kind of settle down and then they'd like be sitting there for a while and then they'd be like is it raining water? <laughs> what's happening and i'm like yeah it's just some chill background music you know chilling everybody out your vibe. everybody needs to go pee yeah but it was really <laughs> nice so i mean i think there's a lot to be said you know there's all these life hacks and mental hacks or whatever but these are like you know, brain hacks. I actually think I'm going to use your grizzly bear one because the idea of looking up or like paging through my windows and suddenly there's like a bear eating some salmon. <laughs> I need that in my life. The focus of will doesn't have that. So. Kostra, do you, do you mind telling us a little bit about this one? Because I really want to hear about this one. Yes. The, uh, network, network link conditioner. Network link conditioner is one of Costner's uh, favorite things. Um, so what Network Link Conditioner does is, uh, I don't know if either of you have ever installed an extension where you're like, let's see what this um, page or what web traffic looks like if I'm on a 3G connection or if I'm on um, like a wow. LTE. So so see, that's just it. You're building, a, you're building a site on your nice high-speed connection or higher speed than a lot of the country and a lot of the world actually uses. So what it does is it uh, lets you load your site and see it as if some you were somewhere else in the world or you were using uh, a slower connection. All, um, of but, slow, um, all of your recommendations are about slowing down your site. <laughs> but it's, it's beneficial because you go, man, I just built this great site. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. I'm about to turn it over to the client. But remember that while you were talking to them, they go, well, we get a lot of mobile traffic. You go, okay, crap. Let me see. Yeah, because it's 2021 like, okay. and you were not mobile first at all. And you're a bad right. developer. Just kidding. You're fine. Right. And you've built, say you've built the site though, and it's responsive and it's ready to go. And you, But you've never, like, all you've looked at it is, like, is on your computer with a cable modem or fiber or whatever. So now you do this and at the OS level, uh, right, it right. says, here's, so you want to see how the other half lives for, um, I mean, even like using Slack or using um, Zoom or something like that, where you're just like, man, yeah, uh, but it's great because you can test it not only, Oh, I'll load it up in Chrome. I'll load it up in Safari. I'll load it up in Firefox. And I'll instead load it of on having my phone, conf- I'll load it on my tablet. This is I'll load it literally through the the wire. Right, and right. you can say, "Hey, yeah, uh, it's it's something." Yeah, and I realize that my both of my my bigger picks have been stuff that'll make your site slow. But sometimes you need to see how things will break in order yeah. to know how to make them the best thing that they can be. It's like a totally. bank that tries to hire a, a team to crack it, to break into it, you know, like sneakers. Oh, yeah, totally. Right. <laughs> exactly. The van outside ever. making the website slow. They're yeah, squeezing right? the wire, I mean, like, making the wire they slow. They're like trying to hack you, like literally. Like that's, I mean, it's not the hacking part, but I mean, there's probably a service for that too. Like, can you hire someone to try to hack your website? Yeah, it's like doing denial service attack on your website. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> which that we could totally get into cool. that at some point too i'd maybe, imagine cosper's like yeah let me let me show you how to launch like 900 different instances going to your website all at the same time every second 
I think that's I, pretty cool. I will say I will say I know we're we're over on our time, but I will just say a handful of words. Bees with machine guns. <laughs> Perfect. Well, hey, thank you very much for hanging out with us. Here's our outro. Thanks. Go over to WPWaterCooler.com slash subscribe where you can subscribe to WP Watercooler or Dev Branch. And we're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify. And if you're watching us, you're watching us probably on YouTube. Talk to you all later. You have a good one. Bye-bye. <laughs>